listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Off go the crows from the roof. The crows can't hold on. They might as well be perched on an oil slick. Such an awkward dance. These gentlemen in their spotted black coats. Such a tipsy dance. As if they didn't know where they were. Such a humorous dance. As they try to set things right. As the wind reduces them. Such a sorrowful dance. How embarrassing is love when it goes wrong in front of everyone hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on uh monday and it's also a very special day it's your birthday yes it is and i just found out it is national peanut butter and jelly day too for those of you out there that like pb and j shouts out to you exactly um and of course you know if you've never heard the show um hi i'm rod i'm karen our greatest responsibility is to serve our southeastern communities we are extremely proud of the quality balanced journalism that tbgwt news produces but we're concerned about the troubling trend of irresponsible one-sided news stories plaguing our country okay the sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media more alarming some media outlets published these same fake stories stories that just aren't true without checking the facts first unfortunately some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think this is extremely dangerous to a democracy at tbgwt it's our responsibility to pursue and report the truth we understand truth is neither politically left nor right our commitment to factual reporting is the foundation of our credibility now more than ever but we are humans and sometimes our reporting might fall short if you believe our coverage is unfair please reach out to us by going to tbgwt.com and clicking on content concerns we value our your comments and we will respond back to you we work very hard to seek the truth and strive to be fair balanced and factual we consider it an honor and a privilege to responsibly deliver the news every day thank you for watching and we appreciate your feedback you wrote this um no i did not write that uh the uh people that pay for our station uh wrote that and said i had to say it so oh okay because i'm saying okay oh this is brand new i'm like what the hell have i been i I missed the meeting everybody knows that we're funded by sinclair media no we is not uh, we have to make sure that we uh read the propaganda that was sent Mm -hmm. or we'll be off the air karen we is not because if we was i would probably have a relaxer you know no news stations don't like natural hair black 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 natural hair over the last week or so uh television anchors across the country have joined together to paradoxically warn viewers about the troubling trend of irresponsible one-sided news story plaguing our country the identical seemingly earnest editorial messages paid lip service to the importance of fact checking and unbiased reporting reporting but they also complain about false news and fake stories if that seems to echo the rhetoric of president donald trump it's probably because the statement was written by one of his allies the anchors were forced to read the so-called journalistic responsibility messages word for word by their employer the conservative-leaning sinclair broadcast group you know what i've heard about them and on the low a lot of people say they are very very dangerous um 
and i think i don't know if we read it or not but they require them to read something similar to this like for a long time and like one of the news stations in their quote-unquote way to boycott they would do their thing like three four o'clock in the morning when they knew wasn't nobody listening to nothing like that mm. but the thing is is people go to news well traditionally people go to like the news like you know how your mom and daddy sat down while i wouldn't do all that stuff they go to it to find out what's happening in the world to keep themselves informed a lot of people pre-internet age this was the only way to find out something um a lot of people i know me in particular every now and then i might watch the news in this format but most of them i don't most of them i consume news through the internet but a lot of people still even if they do use the internet and are internet savvy a lot of people still consume the news this way and it's very dangerous because when you look at other countries they have state-run media and shit like that and it's one of those things where that's not free media <laughs> you know that's not somebody actually finding out things about the government itself and officials and shit like that you're just regurgitating shit because you don't want to lose your job because you're the people that actually fund you are actually very biased and this is their way to pretend like they're not biased but this is very biased for you didn't require them to say something like this yep uh think progress rounded up many of the store segments and put out a chilling video on uh youtube okay i haven't seen um this. i'm I, yeah i have it in the chat i'm uh, is it showing mm-hmm. i'm about to play it um but uh then dad's fans timothy burke published a more terrifying version saturday that basically shows all of the anchors saying it at the same time synced up in unison because before they had another video that was just like each show each one of them doing it separately but this is all of them kind of together right so now you know they're actually reading the same thing Mm -hmm. hi i'm fox san antonio's jessica headley and i'm ryan wolf our Our greatest greatest responsibility responsibility is is to to serve serve our our treasure valley communities the el paso las cruces communities eastern iowa communities mid-michigan communities we are extremely proud of the quality balanced journalism that cbs4 news produces but we are concerned about trouble and trying plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Yep. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not um, a quote-unquote coincidence that all of a sudden they're required to read this mm-hmm. word for word when probably that's some of their highest times, which is probably anywhere between 5 to 7, which is when most people get home and settle down and watch the news. Mm-hmm. 
um of course uh you can find us podcast out tips on the blackouttips.com feel free to uh leave us feedback and let us know what you think um you can also do stuff like vote in the polls you can um uh leave comments you can uh donate to the show on the first page um just look on the right hand side all that stuff uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um all right let's get into it um you know i was thinking yesterday too um apparently um you know Pornhub did a uh thing to their website where they turned it to Hornhub, and it was like a ah. april it was an april's day fool april fool's day prank okay but i was like i wonder if there's april fool's day porn because there's like porn for everything else there's like porn for like saint patrick's day and christmas porn and shit but i wonder if there's like april fool's day porn but like you click on the porn and then it takes you to a video about toxic masculinity (laughs) and you end up learning something about yourself they probably do but i doubt that's what it does you probably will still get like they ain't gonna be that Mm, it's not foolish enough (laughs) if it's actual porn then i don't feel fool it's like right it can it can rickroll you or something like you click on the porn and it's just oh yeah thank you for delivering this pizza i'm about to suck yo never gonna give you up never gonna like that shit that would be dope a dick roll um yes uh it's making me think too i think it would be where they pulled the prank and the prank turned them on like i could see porn twisting it like that well they do that they have that kind of porn already but not it's not an april fool's day porn that's just some type of porn prank shit they do you know white people think of everything um winnie mandela died today i was hearing she's 81 years old former wife of nelson mandela um she had a long illness her family spokesperson said and she passed away uh she was married to nelson mandela for 38 years 27 of them while he was in prison um and she became an icon while he was uh in prison um because of her fight against apartheid as well um so is yeah uh black legend passing on i understand her legacy was kind of controversial to a lot of people though you know people accuse her of fraud and all kinds of stuff so i don't know about all that and staying out of it because i don't know what the fuck happened anyway eagles of death metal front man jesse hughes apologizes for calling survivors of parkland shootings uh vow i've never heard of eagles of death in my life no is that a rock band rock i don't group? yeah i don't know if yeah i guess they're a band that sounds sound like, like death a, metal yeah sound like a heavy metal group yeah he took the instagram on saturday and posted a one minute video which he admitted he should have handled this a lot more maturely recently i made some posts on my instagram that did not communicate how i feel about a variety of topics what i'd intended to be a statement about the hijacking by any side of the aisle of the beautiful agenda of a movement of our youth, nation's youth came off seeming like a mean-spirited personal attack and slight on the youth themselves and even a personal attack on this leadership that's what it was i'm tired of people going you said what you said quit this bullshit we be hearing your words we read them and shit like that but it's not a problem until you're forced to apologize because people get in your ass because the shit you said was ignorant saying nothing is absolutely positively free you said what you said and you meant it hughes himself is a survivor of a mass shooting after isis militants stormed the Bataclan in paris while he was performing with his band in november 2015 shooting and killing 89 people and injuring dozens more 
but singer posted five times about gun control protests including one where he wrote student survivors were capitalizing on the deaths of their classmates by staging protest walkouts he shared an illustration of a woman telling a man i turned in my gun to do my part of ending violence before he replies i chopped off my own dick to stop rape yeah you meant that you posted five times because he thinks that's the same that's fucking stupid yeah he thinks i'm trying to see how that would be bad though i mean that probably would stop most rape yes sir (laughs) i'm trying to see what the analogy how the analogy was supposed to be like wow now this has gotten a bit ridiculous because i'm telling you one thing a dildo ain't never raped me you know i mean nah you can rape someone with a dildo that's not getting carried away but i'm just saying itself like if me and the dildo in the room the dildo ain't gonna overpower me and take over on me yeah i mean there's other forms of sexual assault but i'm just saying in general that analogy just doesn't work from a comedic standpoint correct and and it also just really feeds into the whole phallic symbol uh symbolism of that having a gun and you know no dick um in a caption accompanying the post hughes accused the teen parkland shooting survivors of exploiting the death of their classmates and teachers for a few facebook likes and some media attention let me tell you something guys as a person that probably gets more social media attention than the average person mm-hmm I'll, I'll put it out like that uh, you're not just saying it for attention attention's overrated as fuck come on can't pay no bills with attention most people are stupid so you end up interacting with a lot of stupid people and their attention a lot of people just be on social media to start some shit it ain't what you think it is like it ain't all that attention shit it, unless you're some type of sociopath that just doesn't give a fuck about anyone's opinion of you i don't think that's what this is like i think these kids ended up thrust into the spotlight because they survived and they don't want anyone else to go through it right i mean if they're not real protesters and they're not real leaders of a movement then who the fuck is yeah and a lot of this my opinion backlash towards these students is because truth be told people love the status quo and nobody will ever be willing to admit that people love the status quo people that fight against change this hard they love the status quo because the status quo the status quo benefits them that's why men don't want women to be paid the same that's why you have men that fight against equal rights that's why you have men that fight against sjw's and trans rights because the status quo benefits them and they don't have to change and a lot of times uh that's what that is that's a backlash to you forcing me to change and all groups have a tendency to do that. anybody that's in the privileged group has a tendency to do that straight people do it black men do it you know white women do it a lot of groups have a tendency to do this because they don't consider uh the the little change that they're asking you to do is a drop in the bucket compared to the oppression that they've had to deal with your little bit of being uncomfortable your little bit of shedding tears or your feelings hurt is a drop in a bucket compared to the decades and the centuries sometimes of things that this oppressed group had to go through yeah i mean end of the day i think all this shit stops starts and stops at people don't want to give up their guns and that's it right it's like you can apply all this altruism and logic to it and all this shit and you know when it comes to black people it's well because white people got guns 
okay well if i made sure that all white people in america had to give up their guns theoretically then would you give up your gun i mean no you like having your gun you like that you like that you can feel like you got a chance to stop some shit or whatever even though the likelihood of that happening is better than you better be struck by lightning than your gun actually interfering in an altercation that happened to you you know that you didn't start or you you killing your wife because you found out she cheated or you killing yourself because you got depressed or your kid killing somebody or killing themselves because they got a gun and they don't they don't know what to do with it you know or even worse you do train them they do know what to do with it and they use that shit for something fucked up because they kids and not a kid we don't even let kids drink until they're 21 we don't even let kids vote until they're 18 but we let kids have guns at a young age unless you tamir rice so yeah i just i think a lot of this stuff with all these people it makes sense what they're saying because they want to keep their guns so the so the activist kids must be faking it the parkland shooting must not be real the uh the, the everybody must be getting paid to go protest no one really cares they just want to put it on instagram everything starts and ends with as long as i can keep my what do i have to say to keep my gun because they're willing to say it and it's really disgusting but that's that's the state of the world we live in um but yeah fuck this dude you know i mean all that all that apology shit that you don't really mean uh mm-hmm. once again because you know it's because people actually rallied to those kids defense and got in his motherfucking mentions right and had him scared about his concerts and and his band probably was like man what the fuck was that dog you got us out here looking stupid right people gonna be out here fucking protesting us like i said you said what you said but you didn't care into the backlash because that's normally when the apology came for because if you were willing to stand by your words you would not have backed down right so when they come for you, all of a sudden you stutter. Where? Like, 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 like when you like start call like you got most. Right. Whenever they, whenever they see them, whenever they see they mentions blowing up, they eyes get big. They be, yeah. they be stuttering to find that logic. What? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see what else happening in the world today, guys. Oh, I just thought this was interesting. I saw this on uh somebody's page uh, on Facebook that I uh, follow, Sharonda and uh, i thought it was really cool it said i'm slowly learning that i don't have to react to everything that bothers me i read that and i was really uh made me think uh i've actually the older the older i've gotten the better i am about that about you know responding to things uh particularly if you're somebody that's in the corporate world you have to learn really really quickly uh to let things go and not let shit bother you as you be wanting to choke a bitch in the office over the most simplest shit because white folks is crazy and you know being in corporate america is just stressful enough and then you have to deal with with uh microaggression bullshit in a place where it really shouldn't be there but it is so the older you the older i've gotten the better i've just learned particularly my face because my face my facial expressions always tell you how i feel so i've gotten better to quote unquote have more of a poker face i ain't quite always got there but i'm a lot better yeah well this is less about that more about online stuff it seems from what i read um but i mean i guess it's just as valid and applies offline as well Um, it does but yes by rania name name i don't know how to pronounce that right um and it's on thoughtcatalog.com um which is also the place where i think i found those horoscopes that time that was pretty cool pretty, okay. so they have cool stuff from here on here from uh 
from time to time um so yeah it says i'm slowly learning that i don't have to react to everything that bothers me um i'm slowly learning that i don't have to hurt those who hurt me uh i'm slowly learning that maybe the ultimate sign of maturity is walking away instead of getting even it is yeah in a in a world where pettiness prevails and fucking like i'm petty and i don't forgive and all that shit and uh, you know it's like we and, and like the social media aspect of it because so much of what we do is tied into social capital and popularity and dopamine from clicks and likes and retweets and shit mm-hmm. um people that are looking at each other as entertainment more so than humans right fellow people um they encourage the actions that are more entertaining mm-hmm. so if you have a fight with someone you have a disagreement with someone most people want to see you fight with that person in public they don't want to see that shit happen behind closed doors if um you have uh so if you have uh somebody tells you something in confidence you gotta run to the internet and be like i I know a secret i know something you know as opposed to just well that's that business and we told they told me that that i don't need to tell anybody that shit you know what i mean like it's kind of it kind of is rewarding this almost like reality tv behavior but we're people and we're not getting paid to be reality tv people no we're but not. how many times have we watched people fall out on social media people you thought were friends people you thought were close putting each other's business out there dragging and then the next day you have to just move on because none of that shit really matters because no one cares about those people right beyond how much entertainment they got out of that fight right but you know what's real the hurt the mm-hmm. pain you know what's real people dealing with you know the depression and the heartache and shit like that that was attached to the confrontation the confrontation is real well also people are looking for um people are looking online for solutions to shit that i think honestly take it starts offline like things going on in your life right i'm slowly learning that the energy it takes to react to every bad thing that happens to you drains you and stops you from seeing other good things in life i'm slowly learning that i'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea and i won't be able to get everyone to treat me the way i want to be treated and that's okay i'm slowly learning that trying so hard to win anyone is just a waste of time and energy and it fills Mm -hmm. you with nothing but emptiness uh yep absolutely yeah that that that's a true statement particularly if you're like me um i'm a lot better as i've gotten as i've gotten older but when i was younger i used to be a people pleaser and i'm talking about to the point where people would just flat just use me and abuse me very very bad um and if you're somebody like that you seek these things you seek people approval you seek you want everybody to like you you know you do things go out of your way when you actually shouldn't uh and it's one of those things to where instead of you realizing i know for me instead of me realizing that i was the problem i would get mad at other people it's not their fault mm-hmm. um and once i decided hey i'm the common factor in all this i removed myself i restructured my life and now i don't mind saying we can't be cool you know i might not tell you that but i'm like hey we we can live in the same universe and be all right yeah i think also um especially with online communities there's also like a community of people where the socialization and the reward structure of the relationships are about reacting to shit yes so it's like this thing happened you didn't react this way to this thing 
therefore you don't care about this thing or you don't care about me or you don't care about this relationship or whatever and people check each other on that like they think that that currency applies to life but the thing is bad shit never stops happening so you exhaust yourself and a lot of it becomes performative because it's like you have to be x amount of mad about blank that you were about blank and it becomes this thing where you didn't talk about this you didn't say that when you talked about it you talked about as long as you talked about this you didn't do this thing like and and so i do think there's people that find themselves kind of trapped in a structure of i have to consistently be talking about and reacting to shit all the time right um and especially when it's something that happens to you like it affects your group you know how many black people in just the last year or so have you seen be like man i can't keep reacting to all this like black death all this um videos of people getting killed by the police and shit like i can't be up for this every day because it'll i have to concentrate on some good things i have to concentrate on some things for my personal sanity or else i drive myself insane yes you will um like i said everybody's different and everybody uh, i feel like it's all for mental health i know me and how i function i tapped out a lot of that shit a long time ago it don't mean i don't care but i'm not watching no video i you know that's just me i i I don't have to see it to believe it i don't have to hear it to believe it you know everybody's different um but watching that stuff and watching somebody's life slowly goes away it chips at you you can't sit here and tell me that it does not slowly chip at you um because uh the person dying is real and i think uh everybody responds to that differently so i could see some people get to the point where they just i'm i I will still respond to things but i can't respond to everything and a lot of times for your own mental health and people that like if you're not outraged about everything you're not outraged about anything and that's not a true statement um i'm slowly learning that not reacting doesn't mean i'm okay with things it just means i'm choosing to rise above it i'm choosing to take the lesson it has served and learn from it i'm choosing to be the bigger person i'm choosing my peace of mind because it's what i truly need i don't need more drama i don't need people making me feel like i'm not good enough i don't need fights and arguments and fake connections i'm slowly learning that sometimes not saying anything at all says everything correct yeah i mean that's definitely a um that's definitely a thing it's tons of maturity man especially in personal relationships like that because there's been times where like someone pisses me off and i'm like i can air this nigga out if i want to and everybody will side with me because everybody will be like yes that was fucked up blah blah that's what the anger tells you in your head but it's not the truth right because you because you almost every human being you interact with especially if you find them to be reasonable if you have a relationship with them they have their side of things and you got yours and most people ain't really interested in litigating who was right and wrong anyway and that, and there's gonna always be somebody that doesn't think you were right so you will have done nothing but aired out your dirty laundry aired out their dirty laundry to for no reason because most people aren't gonna be like that was clearly wrong most people are about as faithful to morality as the people they like so if people like you more guess what they gonna see your side of it if people like them more they gonna see their side of it if people you know the contrarian niggas gonna gonna pick the contrarian point of view like all you did was just exhaust a bunch of energy to a bunch of people that ultimately don't give a fuck they don't care you are a form of entertainment yeah we used to have stuff like people would talk bad about us on the podcast and i mean it's like i said it's a maturity thing because there used to be times i'm like i need to confront this issue i need to tell people outside of this stuff like this is fucked up and ultimately it's like everybody that 
that fuck with you and that that sees the fucked upness of it they already know like they already like yeah you right and we know you right we saw what happened and everybody that don't fuck with you and don't agree with you guess what they just stay not fucking with you and not agreeing with you right so nothing changes right even if they feel like you got a point they never gonna come to you and be like you got a point man i actually used to feel this way but now i feel that way about you for the most part they not gonna fuck with you still that's just kind of how it is and in the meantime at the center of all this you've expended all this wasted energy right that you could have been using for yourself and putting it in into positive things mm-hmm. and and just enjoying life because a lot of times you can get so wrapped up in stuff that it's small and simple things that happen around you and actually joyous things that happen around you but you can be so wrapped up in your own world you'll miss these joyous things because you're so focused on pouring that your energy and your time and your effort into something that's not fruitful and a lot of times a simple conversation most of the time can actually end and squash a lot of the confrontation that you have with most people i'm slowly learning that reacting to things that upset you give someone else power over your emotions you can't control what others do but you can control how you respond and how you handle it how you perceive it and how much of it you want to take personally i'm slowly learning that most of the time these situations say nothing about you and a lot about the other person i'm slowly learning that maybe all these disappointments are just there to teach us how to love ourselves because that will be the armor and the shield we need against the people who try to bring us down that's true too man i feel like especially being able to do this podcast and like it it has taught me some i've had more time to be able to um love on myself and take care of myself and think about you know how i want to react to things and think like and to have like a a level of confidence that i definitely that you just don't get when when you're being worn down by the world every single day right and and it does put a lot of shit in the perspective where i'm just like that's not important or i i'm not gonna let this thing get to me it's not as big a deal as i thought it was you know stuff like that when you know it would have been a time where i would have been angry about something or sad about something or disappointed about something it doesn't mean you don't feel those emotions but not to the point that they interrupt my life like it used to feel that way with certain things where i'm like why can't i make this person understand and then you get to a point where you're like i'm a good person i do the best i can um you know i i, I operate the way i operate me and everybody ain't gonna be friends me and everybody ain't gonna get along and i can only control my side of that right and particularly if you know that you are a reasonable and logical person everyone thinks they are though that's true that's true yeah yeah, that's true yeah and that goes back to most people are assholes i would continue to say that um and everybody thinks they're a good person even a lot of times when they're not uh but you know from my perspective i can say i said that from there my perspective if i know i acted reasonably because sometimes i'm like oh yeah i fucked up yeah that was me that was me you know but you have to have uh, a, a, a side of you that understands that you fucked up but you mm-hmm. have some people that they're fucking lunatics where they go everything is everybody else's fault and i never do nothing wrong because i am always right because it's about me you're insane you know let's just keep that people don't want to admit that and when you come against people like that when you have that's what i said you can't have a conversation you can have a conversation with most people and squash it but people like that you can't have a conversation with because they've already determined that they're right and you're wrong and you got to let that shit go yeah and i think also it's it's an ugly thing for people to hear because a lot of times people feel when people say stuff like this to other people 
is normally to be dismissive correct like oh well, you chose to be offended by that or some shit like that and you're like now you're trying to belittle my fucking emotions and my humanity like it doesn't count and all that stuff um and i don't think it's about that but i do think you controlling your reactions and controlling the the way you react to things and perceive things that is on your side of the of the things you get to do in your life you get to control that and a lot of times you know we should always be allowed to be human but a lot of times you have to look at why you're repeating a certain patterns yes you know like if every six months we're gonna every three to four months we're gonna have a the breakfast club did an interview that was terrible and everyone needs to boycott them and shut them down and why are they even on the radio if every three months we're gonna have that i don't need to be involved because they're not going anywhere it doesn't matter what they say and ultimately what they say is just their opinions it doesn't affect my life Mm-mm. and and honestly most people are going to continue to keep listening and watching even though i don't yes they are so every time they do something it will be newsworthy because there's a lot of people either lying or a lot of people that tune in for the car wreck episodes while saying that they shouldn't do them right but the only time you click play on that youtube video the only time you share it the only time you talk about it the only time you 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 raise them up is when something fucked up happens i mean i don't know how many episodes they do a a week or um a year but let's say they do 200 if 175 of those interviews and all that stuff go fine by most standards like Mm -hmm. nothing controversial happens they do a good interview maybe they say some quote unquote questionable problematic shit but not enough for people to get mad but they have five interviews a year that piss everybody off the five interviews a year are the ones that keep the 100 and whatever uh boring interviews that's what keeps them floating yep you know what i mean and i've and i and like i had to understand that i, I didn't start understanding that till like last year and i'm like oh yeah why is everybody so mad about blankety blank when they're like nothing's going to be done about them but also that nigga gets to say his stupid ass opinion and you have to step back and be like that's his stupid ass opinion but it doesn't have to affect mine you know it doesn't have to make me mad it doesn't have to make me react it doesn't like we knew they were stupid before this shit started you can think they're stupid you can think they're brilliant you can do whatever you want to but is there's the reaction part is on you you know what i mean all the histrionics all the we not gonna do this that and the other i just think i've been trying to approach things like that because the unspoken part of this is all this um acting out and shit it gets to you yes it's it's energy that you're giving up for things that should matter to you your home life your diet your exercise your um planning out for you know your business shit your your career your job stuff your you know your family time like all this stuff that we just expend this energy and the energy we're all finite resources you spend that energy all day you know making a point about something that people don't really want to listen to and then bam you get home you got a headache you're like where does headache come right you get home you're sick you get home you're burning a fever like because that stuff actually physically affects your body right and you know and for me it's just one of those things where i deal with enough of stuff in real life you know and it's one of those things where i'm not going to be stressed out about something if i think about it long enough at the end of the day ain't gonna motherfucking matter yeah and then also taking it back to the to real life quote unquote the personal 
that's also kind of a zen approach but it's kind of how you have to deal with personal shit too yes sir you know what i mean you have somebody that gets mad at you you have somebody that confronts you about some shit and that you're like hey that's not what happened whatever at some point there's nothing i can do right and so i gotta let that person go through whatever the fuck they going through i can only control my side of it like i'm not gonna escalate it i'm not gonna get defensive about it i'm not gonna harass you i'm not gonna seek you out i'm not gonna fucking um like nah you work through whatever the fuck you gotta work through and i'll be here chilling the way i was chilling before whenever you arrive but i've control i've done the part that i can do you know that's an important thing lesson to learn it's just you learn it uh, when you learn it right and different people learn at different ages and different people learn at different times and yeah i i try my best in most situations to really approach things like that because no i can't control you but what i can control is how i respond to you what i can control is how much of my life do i invest in you that's what i can control because i even have like real life family members that to be on that bullshit i'd be like i'm good right and, and you know what's wild out. what's wild for me is that a lot of this realization for me this seems so silly to say but i'm so serious uh, it came from um from lipstick alley man when you just see like the i remember when people had that bourbon ball shit and that there was like threads on lipstick alley that people were like linking to and screenshotting and they were mad at lipstick alley. like don't talk about me motherfucker and, I, and i'm like wow like you know they're gonna talk about you anyway yes they are you can either react or don't react that's the only choices you get but you then it's not like they're just gonna laugh at the fact that you reacted yes you know like and they're gonna be like and the reason your business is over here is because either we know it or someone said it or something like this like we're just laughing at you the way you laugh at love and hip-hop every monday you know and it's and i'm not saying that it's not cruel or whatever i'm sure i mean and i you know as someone who's been the sub you know what we do for a living we've been the subject of people that have either been trolls or been cruel or been Mm -hmm. like you know the most unkindest meanest version of like how they feel about you or whatever right and you just have to learn like at some point like i can either fight fight feed this feed this or not feed it you know and i think that's one of the things that happens also just in life you can either feed that shit or you cannot feed that shit you know like oh me and this person uh when i play basketball we talk me and justin talk about this all the time on pregame i have a positive attitude to basketball court for the most part mm-hmm. and it's but it's mostly just because i want to have a good time right and so i bring it into the room with me mm-hmm. rather than let the room dictate how i'm gonna feel that day come on you know what i mean so i'll like i'll i'll tell justin <laughs> i know it sounds from a hippie shit but i mean it it's like we all have big ass like spears around us like our sphere of influence mm-hmm. and i try to keep mine positive and i think our energies affect other people's energies and when you bring in a positive energy you normally can you can take somebody that's negative and turn them positive Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's kind of like how people online can feel one way but when they meet you in real life they don't say that shit because they can feel it they like this this person is not the bad guy i painted them to be in my head Mm -hmm. but i need them to be that because whatever's not happening in my life i need enemies i need bad people i need someone to blame everything on i need somebody to i need to look at your opinions and match them up to mine and, and tra- take you to task for them and shit like that right when at the end of the day it's like I, there's only so much you can do only so much you can do and what i've realized 
particularly about life and living if you live long enough somebody's gonna always have something to say about you for the fact that you breathe somebody's gonna always have something positive or negative to say about you and a lot of people have not come to the realization that a lot of the negative shit people say about you you have to let it go because a lot of the energy that you waste into that negativity is energy that is spent into something that is not fruitful for you and a lot of times when you waste energy searching and seeking and calling people out and causing these confrontations with people off of something negative that they said about you all it does it 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 feeds that negativity and it affects your life it makes you sad it makes you depressed because you're feeding into a lot of that negative energy so i had to learn that people are going to talk about me no matter what i can't control what they say i can't control what they do i can't control that and since i can't control that what i can control is how i respond to those things yeah um also um the you make that person powerful when you center on the fact that they don't approve or they don't interact or they won't let you know whatever like their judgment of you you make them powerful right you know it's like how people use guilt as a weapon against folks like you didn't do this you didn't do that Mm -hmm. okay well then think i'm a bad person you know what because if that's what you need to think you need to look at me and think that i'm some type of bad person your enemy i'm fucked up i'm not perfect i'm flawed think that because you'll find freedom in that but more importantly I have found freedom in uh, knowing that I did the best I could and you just didn't like it. You know, and when I realized that, it's not just for me, by the way. It's kind of, it's how I've tried to view other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why, you know, to some people they might think I'm more forgiving or whatever, but I'm not really just, it's not about being more forgiving. It's just about the idea of like, how much power am I going to give one person? Come on. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so-and-so got to be the speaker at this event and not, and they didn't pick so-and-so. How much power am I going to give this one person? I can't give them all the power. You know what I mean? I have to, at some point I have to be like, well, that's a choice that was made and I'm still going to make my black ass life the best I can. You know, the other thing I would bring up, I remember when I used to, my last job I had, um, and I remember talking about this on the show at the time, um, and I didn't have a word for it at the time, but I think I do now, which is that I, I hated that job. Yes, it was very did. depressing. It was very demeaning, mm-hmm. but I just changed my attitude about it. You know, like i would go to work and i would be like well i'm gonna be positive despite the fact that everyone else at this job hates this job it wasn't just me you know my boss acted like he hated his job no one there loved what they were doing nobody and i think it freaked people out a little bit because we would get like hey we have emergency overtime this weekend we have to do this this thing for the weekend and it's gonna be this much people required and everybody if we do it it, was, it could be anywhere from five to eight hours da 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 over time blah blah and we get this email and you can look down the, the row of cubicles and everything everybody's like fuck mm-hmm. this means my weekend yeah i'm not gonna be able to do some saturday morning i'm not you know you know people will try to ask out oh i got i want to do this thing i want to do that thing and so and i and i hated it too i mean i'm not gonna lie but then uh i just remember one time they asked and i was like wouldn't in my head this is exactly how i went wouldn't it be funny if i really wanted to come in and do this work i would kind of be trolling people because i don't really want to do it but i'm gonna just make it positive 
so i was starving like hey we get to work saturday man we get to see y'all an extra day i can't wait and they would laugh you know because they right. knew i was joking correct but it also made it more of a positive thing you yeah, know what i mean you start bringing stuff in i started bringing yeah. in like chick-fil-a mini biscuits i bring in donuts sometimes so now not in addition to like coming in at seven o'clock on a saturday right i'm getting up at like six fifteen on a saturday or whatever leaving the house at six fifteen, stopping by chick-fil-a ordering chick-fil-a biscuits enough for the six seven whatever people showed up right and just like everybody here have a biscuit you want you, you want brighten to, up their day and people were like oh, you know what thanks you know what i mean because mm-hmm. we got to be there in anyway right you got it, to be there. we are getting paid time and a half you know which was you know good people need the, the money and stuff and the and it's not like if we do a shitty job we're gonna be in we'll just be in there next weekend right so let's just come in there and do the best we can and so i changed it in my mind to be a positive thing and uh and it didn't happen like it was probably like once every two or three months we'd have to do one of these saturdays but every time i was just like fuck it yes i'm doing it i uh we're gonna have a good time and whatnot and and you know i could tell from my coworkers, i could tell from even the boss that they was appreciative of the fact that it was like yeah we don't have to be miserable you know we had a conference call we used to do people would call from india and so they would speak english but they had indian accents right right you know um you know uh we are looking at the report my friend you know like that Mm -hmm. right and so i had a positive attitude about it but the people in my at my job they were very xenophobic very xenophobic and you know i brought it up in the in the conference call a couple times because then like after the conference call we have like another five minutes of all the american workers just shitting on the indian workers like i can't understand nothing they be saying da, 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 da. and i said i can understand they're speaking english i said they, i said the same way i can understand a person with a southern accent like they just got an accent but we know what they're talking about because we're all talking about the same shit at work well i don't understand why y'all can't understand and my thing was oh they just have a negative attitude right. they don't want to understand them they want to go these people are different mm-hmm. they're, they're working for less money than us they're taking our jobs you know right. that kind of shit and that was the end all be all of it so i actually became the liaison for the meeting as if i learned how to speak like fucking bangladeshi or whatever i didn't they were just speaking english with an accent right i was just the, i just was determined not to let it be a negative experience so i would go in the meeting and be like uh you know they were like um you know we do have the reports they would just be there by five or whatever and they'd be like what what do you say what do you like they hit the mute on there and look at me like what do you say what what kind of and i'm like y'all know y'all understood that shit but i'm like yeah they're gonna have the reports they'll be in by five and you know every once in a while you get someone with a thick accent you're like hey can you repeat that again right you know and when i say can i repeat well, can they repeat that thing again they would mute our side of the conversation look at me make a face like Ugh, okay don't you hate this i'm like nah no. it's it's a little reprieve from my desk job right I we get, got to be here i got 30 minutes to to come in here we're actually accomplishing something this is gonna make our jobs easier the better they understand what we do the better we understand what they do right you know because they had you know a different place in the country so they work in a different shift we come in in the morning boom they already did all that stuff right. they did it the way we wanted to it was all a positive experience to me but i i really am convinced it was just an attitude change it wasn't yes. a it wasn't some like oh these you know like our rock is the is the the indian whisper no it wasn't that you know um but yeah um 
back on this when it said uh you gotta love uh take that i'm slowly learning that maybe all these disappointments are just there to teach us how to love ourselves because that will be the armor and the shield we need against people who try to bring us down they will save us when people try to shake our confidence or when they try to make us feel like we're worthless i'm slowly learning that even if i react it won't change anything it won't make people suddenly love me and respect me and it won't magically change their minds that's a word sometimes it's better to just let things be let people go don't fight for closure don't ask for explanations don't chase answers and don't expect people to understand where you're coming from come on don't fight for closure it is so many people out there listening to my voice right now you have given somebody control over your life because i'm being guilty of this because you want motherfucking closure get your ass up and goddamn shut that door and move on with your motherfucking life because there we never give you the closure that you want you won't close it i will i there's a lot of doors that i've had to close a lot of windows that i've had to close in my life because i said i can't be sitting here fucking waiting on you to give me some closure and to apologize i got to do it for myself sometimes that closure is you because you act like they're the only person that can move and shift the situation you can too and i'm saying this because i know people listen to my voice right now you're hurting and you're in pain for various different things because somebody has done something to you get your ass up and close it yourself right and not to mention like people that are emotionally manipulative and emotionally abusive they know what they're doing they take the closure from you right you know what i mean they want to make sure that you don't get it because they know that people need that or we feel like we need that but closure is you know closure is what you make it is what you make you make it i might not get that conversation i feel i deserve i might not get that reasoning i might not get the chance to discuss whatever went wrong it's what i make it it's where i choose to put it down so if i'd say look i've done everything i can with this i'm putting it down i'm not throwing back that was it that was the closure you know people really rely on that shit they come back to you months later they come back to you and say shit like nothing ever happened nah fuck that it was done when you decided that you didn't want to participate what we were done then i while you were gone i closed it It, i had i got my closure you got to figure out how to get yours because i'm not gonna let it like i said i don't want to give you that power because as long as i'm seeking something from you i always you'll always have power in my life and that's one of the reasons people don't want to give you closure that's one of the reasons people don't want to have those the conversations we all talk about needing the all that shit that's one of the reasons they don't want to give it to you because then you will fuck around and 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 not need something from them as long as you need that closure then you need me you know so yeah i peace is closed you know do your thing right and going back to something you said before about the manipulation you know and i'm saying this from personal relationships and relationships with family members is one of those things where like you be in a situation and somebody will say something sideways to you or say something very negative to you and a lot of times the family members sometimes are some of the people that you need to close those doors on you need to close the doors quicker on them a lot of times faster than anybody else because they know you and they will keep stringing you along and they will keep fucking up your life and they will keep messing with your children's life and all this stuff sometimes you got to close them doors but like i got shit to do and i will not i'm tired of you talking about my weight every time i see you i'm tired of you talking about how i dress my kids and how my kids hair is combed or how you don't like my natural hair i'm tired of that like you have to get to the point where you actually close the door and don't allow them to have that power and it doesn't always have to be something negative no it doesn't i mean because like i said i've done i've seen people do this thing where 
they do something fucked up to you they don't talk about it they don't want to whatever right six months later it's hey what's up how you doing it's uh oh man are you coming to this party yeah bro we don't talk we're not friends and like we're not cool you 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 know what i mean you did something fucked up we never had a conversation about it we like we don't communicate like that you just move on and wipe the slate clean and whatever i can't expect or wait on that from you and i don't want to set myself up for that again so i control my actions now so it's like all right cool you pop back up i'm not really fucking with you i'm not angry at you there's no animosity i'm not trying to do anything to you i don't want to fight you i'm not going to talk bad about you nope but i don't have to allow you back in my life i see how you operate we're cool that's like we're i'm good on that that's kind of what i'm saying like the power you give somebody is because there's other people that would be like oh my god you're speaking again this is an opportunity for us to eventually get to the discussion where we can figure out what happened mm-hmm. no no that's just giving them the power back right and also it's one of those things where the transaction doesn't always have to be a negative transaction like you can actually still be at peace and cool with the person at the end of the transaction particularly if you are the one that did the closure yeah um i'm slowly learning that life is better lived when you don't center it on what's happening around you and center it on what's happening inside you instead come on work on yourself and your inner peace and you'll come to to realize that not reacting to every little thing that bothers you is the first ingredient to living a happy and healthy life yeah man i just i think that's a, a big part of it and i think you know when you add in social media to it and how there's a social capital in reacting all the time and everything gotta be like a dramatic fucking like let me write 17 paragraphs about I you tell know a novella yeah why this thing happened and whatnot like it you know there's something to it also i do value the platform we have so a lot of conversations i'm able to take here and talk to you about it and react with our audience and i don't feel as um like there's so many people trying to make sure there's a misunderstanding uh you know as opposed to you know sometimes with social media sometimes with people you don't know and all this shit you don't have as much leeway mm-hmm. but you know I'm, I'm glad to have this we're very fortunate to be able to come here and say that kind of you know to, to be like this is how i feel about this thing right and uh everything that you're reading is true because these, doing a lot of these steps we've been talking about will actually make you a better person and you know what you'll start doing you'll start being happier you'll start considering your health mm-hmm. you'll start being more intimate with your mate or your significant other you'll start uh spending more time with your kids you'll actually go reach out and start you'll have time for family members that you dearly love that you don't get to talk to you know your old aunts and uncles that ain't on facebook or twitter and the only way you can communicate with them you have to take your ass over there and see them you can find the time to do that now because you're not putting the energy into fruitless conversations and into fruitless relationships well also just um there's a level of like you just have to accept that shit just ain't fair right it's just not gonna work out every time it's not a sitcom it's not a we all learned a lesson and 30 minutes later it's neatly wrapped up a lot of times just people are broken fragile uh, you know amorphous things and we have to accept that like in each other so that it's like you know what we're not gonna talk about it and it's fine fuck it like you you don't want to talk about it i'm not gonna stop my life and wait for it i'm not gonna you, you know you got you still talking shit about me you know what i'm gonna move on for me and you let you be stuck there talking shit about me because you need that 
right like, sometimes i you know I, I had to realize that with certain folks where i was like oh this person needs whatever it is that they think about me they need that to be true for them to consider themselves a good person right because they don't like me and they got to justify it somehow and they gonna have a hard time because guess what i'm a likable ass nigga and you, you really it's, are it's gonna be real fucking difficult to convince the world that i ain't shit when everybody has had positive interactions and why because i can control that that's all i can control that you know my side of it how people perceive it i can't control that you know what people agendas are can't control that i can only control what what i do with my next breath every day that's the only thing i get to control and like i said realizing that shit really helped me in life because there was shit like i i, I remember i used to like if someone used our hashtag talk shit about it i'd be like man why would you do that like just and trying to understand not not trying to like right demean them to seek them out because not to fight them mind ticks. but you would talk to i would talk to the person and i would be like wow there really was nothing i could do there Mm-mm. like they just were like fuck you fuck everything i don't like you da 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 and i'm like why did i care like the next step was well why do i care you know what i mean i want to be loved i want to be liked i mean i'm a human being i don't want nobody i don't want to cause any animosity in someone's life right but at the same time why do i care about the people that you can't get because you looking at them and there's a bunch of people that you know you do get there's a bunch of love in your life that you looking right past obsessing over this one motherfucker and that's the shit that you get robbed of your energy and your time mm-hmm. you know we went out to eat this morning for karen's birthday uh for brunch um and kind of last night for dinner but um for brunch we went out and uh a fan we met a fan mm-hmm. it was cool you know what i mean like uh <laughs> he came over and was like uh hey i i don't mean to interrupt y'all's uh breakfast but do y'all have a podcast <laughs> i was like that is an odd question to ask yes we do yeah yes why indeed sir you know and he was and he was like yeah um i'm a big fan da 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 and we got to like talk to him for a little bit we took a picture with him mm-hmm. like it was, there was grandparents or great grandparents yeah i meant to really put that picture i'm i promise i'm uh, tonight i'm gonna post a picture and tag him to it I, I i don't know how i fucking forgot that quick but um yeah we took like a picture together and everything and it was like a cool moment um and that's the kind of shit that you look past when you worried about why troll x37 or why this nigga 15th account he just invented is still calling you uh, a whack-ass nigga whatever like that's the kind of shit that people those people are hoping that they rob you of that joy because that's the whole point of what they do is to rob you of that moment and that reaction they get is the only satisfaction they get out of it you know i i try to control my reactions to where if it ain't fun for me then i don't react like because i'll react to shit all the time if i if i'm a troll you know what i mean if i can make a joke out of it oh like there's nothing better there's no sweeter release than saying something funny to somebody right before you block them (laughs) no there's nothing better everyone should try it i don't know if you guys have done it yet y'all should all try it at least once just so i mean i don't maybe other people don't have a lot of people coming at them but you know someone says some you know i say something like uh well look man if if you don't think black lives matter then kiss my ass and somebody's like well black lives matter and what about the kids in chicago and i'll be like well what about the guns in wakanda block that's a good feeling so Uh, oh my sweet soul that's my favorite one yeah like something like that got it but in general though nah i don't want you to rob my energy you just a, a thief of energy dog yes you and you only are. get so much 
because the thing is that hurt people hurt people that shit is real people say that as a quote-unquote cliche but that's real a lot of times they're trying to rob from you because something has been robbed from them and uh what i've come to the place too is that i realize that um sometimes just your existence you intimidate people just you being around people intimidate people and people are just gonna have a problem with you and if you really ask them they don't have no reason somebody even told me to my they were like just because you you oh, oh right. bitch i can't do nothing about that all right and i washed my hands of it right you know like i because because i was like you i had to know now i'm like fuck it you don't i don't give a fuck now you know i had to get to the point where i had to separate myself there and close those doors and not look for approval because i can't give you that much control over my life and if we admit that everybody's flawed then if any person obsesses about finding a flaw in somebody they will find it yes they will that's the that's the realization that that i had you know a while back it's just well of course you're looking for it you know what i mean like you can i can tell you a reason to dislike everybody that's doing their fucking best Mm -hmm. but if you're gonna be that critical of other people be that critical of yourself because i guarantee you whatever fucking criticism you have of that person you don't get to control you can you can control the shit that you find flawed in yourself yes you can and if you don't want to accept anyone else's flaws you don't accept anybody else you know not being being anything less than perfect then apply that shit to yourself and see if you see if you pass your own test because most people don't no they don't like when you meet them people that got that all they got is something fucked up to say about everyone and everything and all that it's like nigga look at you though you know what i mean but like i said i also realized at some point that that's that's those people's fun correct that's what they get that's what they fun for a lot of times when you like you know my whole thing is i point out that this tv show is terrible and that tv show is terrible that's also how they have fun it's not my fun but it's how they have fun so i had to let them slide too right but yeah anyway i just thought that was a great article mm-hmm. um man it's a random show uh let's see what, what else is going on today um snoop Dogg scored his first number one top gospel album i i've been hearing that no no low a lot of people been saying it's flame emojis i haven't heard none of it yeah i don't listen to gospel music so I'm about i don't to say, know. can you play something for me nope oh i don't not even snoop not even for snoop i just want to hear it i hate all gospel music except for <laughs> i smile and that's ironically i don't like gospel music y'all i didn't say you had to like it Mm-mm, i don't want to listen to it uh all right i'll try to find it for your birthday thank you i'm looking for it but man i, I hate gospel music. heard it because even good gospel music is still corny i mean because it's, it's i mean it's impossible not to be right talking about not sending it's all the not cool shit you know what i mean right yeah it is it's all the not cool shit um snoop Dogg presents bible of love uh which song you want to hear uh thank you lord love you god love for god always got something to say defeat it in the name of jesus going home saved sunshine feel good sunrise pure gold pain new way god damn how long is this shit 32 songs <laughs> the fuck i didn't know i like i said i wanted to hear it cause... pick a number between one and 32 <laughs> somebody said new wave do do new wave whatever new wave is what number is that y'all been listening to this shit well it is number one new wave featuring mally music
minute intro. A change for the better. I'm reading your letter. There's love on the pages. There's love like some John Legend. on the pages. Right, wrong, same song. Your grace still sufficient. No shame we This the one y'all picked to put me to sleep? I know, I right? I thought this nigga was gonna be crunk. It's Snoop. I know, I mean. Oh my god. That was y'all's, that y'all got one chance, and that's the one y'all went with. Alright. I, cause I didn't know. He got one with Charlie Wilson. Let's hear that one. Is Snoop even on this shit? Right? Just one more day. Come on, Charlie. The Lord has kept me. First of all, let me just say, I knew I could go to Charlie Wilson. Come on. I, I knew that in my soul. Like, I didn't need to double check that way. I can't believe y'all suggested something without the, the not the Charlie I Wilson. I mean, y'all should have told me Charlie Wilson was on here. Yeah. I mean, we'd have played that one first. That's, that's a damn shame. Y'all really let us down today. Don't rush, keep the pain. I'm focused on my goal. I get to tell the story. Yeah. Come on, horn section. Hey. Oh, wait, it's Come Snoop. On, Sopranos. It's Snoop just like Kirk Franklin, cause <laughs> right? he hasn't done shit on this song yet. It's too like it's almost Clue. a minute in. He ain't even doing what Kirk do. Now somebody out there say Just one more day. How many days, Lord? One more day. Just give me one more day. One more day. Twenty-four hours. One solar rotation. Actually, one solar rotation is a year. I apologize. I mean, one curse spinning around. <laughs> When is, is Snoop even on these songs? Are y'all, is that I why it's number one? I, that, you know what, that, that really not on here to fuck it up? That's why it's probably number one. I'm skipping around. Man, it's like a playlist. He ain't even on this shit. What y'all talking about? What? Snoop out here still scheming, boy. That's why it's number one. That's why I was like, how the hell did he get the number one gospel album? Right. You know, been out here sitting and messing up everything with them raps. You know he don't know how to rap clean. 
<laughs> girl give me one more day up in that pussy this is <laughs> but there was i bet you that was like no snoop snoop we you know snoop we, we can't do that one do double jizzle when we slipping on that crizzle that was like the, the, smoking on that chronic and you know i'm about to drizzle that was like the, the choir can't the <laughs> choir can't do that one come on snoop you know what you want to be number one gospel album i'm surprised it didn't go by snoop got it god yes know? it's the g-o-double-d Wait Thank a minute. you for playing it for me. I won't God only it. got one D. What you doing, Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> Back up off these NUTs and say, Jesus, please. Oh, man. Anyway, good luck to everybody involved with that project. Ah, when I guarantee you, that's why it's number one then. <laughs> that must be. An Ohio fertility clinic failure destroyed 4,000 embryos, far more than first thought. That's a lot of sperm. Say that again. So they didn't destroy the sperm? Nah, I mean, sorry, eggs. That's a lot oh, of eggs. Oh, they didn't destroy them? They, no, it destroyed 4,000 embryos, which is more than they first thought it was. Oh, so were they not supposed to? They weren't, it's a fertility clinic. No, they weren't supposed to destroy oh. any embryos. Okay, oh, that's, okay, that's that's, the, I, that's literally the opposite <laughs> of what a fertility clinic does. Karen. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm with you now. New York, a fertility you sweet summer child <laughs> a fertility clinic outside cleveland admitted <laughs> tuesday i was trying to put it together it didn't make no sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. admitted tuesday that the failure to his freezer system was far more worse than originally thought oh so they had in the deep freeze and that shit was like i'm broke nearly a thousand patients who have learned now that four thousand eggs and embryos were destroyed march 3rd in a new letter to patients university hospitals apologize again saying the remote alarm system on the tank designated to alert a hu employee a uh play employee to changes like temperature settings was off oh oh and this is gonna mess people up because a lot of times people do that and they save them mm-hmm. and uh, wow they fried them eggs uh, they did i guess uh, the man's gonna be over easy <laughs> i guess they, i guess they are <laughs> or as anti-abortion advocates would say the worst massacre in usa history i don't even know i said right. that's not even a pun all right i mean what, what are they supposed to be sunny side up about the situation well it's probably pretty hard for them to get over it this situation had them scrambling No, I care. It's good to see you coming out of your shell. All right. I meant. Mm-mm. I wonder how many egg whites they had to use. <laughs> it is your birthday. Oh, thank you. You know oh wait that was one actually <laughs> i wonder how they found out how the press found out think somebody told the told them i don't know maybe they had somebody come and poach it 
I was thinking they might have had a traitor. You know, a real eggs Benedict Arnold. Uh, at any rate, hospital officials said they don't know who turned the remote alarm off or how long it was disabled. They also said they were aware the tank in question needed preventative maintenance. Some of the eggs and embryos have been stored there since the 1980s. Woo, I know them people mad. Imagine you one of those rich, like, the rich people that pay, like, you're like, well, I'm so rich, just in case y'all invent technology where i could be born again and put into a clone take my embryos now and then store them here and then in three thousand years when we come up with the right technology i will live forever and then they'd be like well actually um you would have lived forever except for um you know we had accidentally left the heat on one day so our bad our bad right now we do not know whether it's mechanical or human or a combination said the chairman of the department of obstetrics and gynecology well i guess those eggs do have an expiration date oh i couldn't help myself y'all you are shaking the carton Yeah, they should have got the see-through carton so they could have seen if the eggs had cracked. I guess. <laughs> I guess that counts. I don't know. It does. I like to get the see-through cartons. I, I okay. Um. Anyway, they lost a lot of people's eggs. Let's let's just move on. <laughs> <Okay>. Um. <laughs> uh i just thought this is cute this isn't really this is apropos of nothing and if you're not in the chat it probably really it means even less to you than it's gonna mean to the people in the chat but i don't give a fuck because it's our show we can do whatever the fuck we want uh because prescott pharmaceuticals or whatever it was don't own us sinclair channel don't own us so they we don't do. that's why i was like what the hell is you reading uh we could do whatever the fuck we want with our black ass show uh i just thought this was fucking adorable uh someone took dr seuss and put it to migos walk it like i talk it yes but they did walk it in my pocket it's so good they got the book and they flipping pages with the beat okay and i'm playing the whole thing it's too it's too adorable yeah dr seuss hey here we go there's a pocket in my pocket. Walk it 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 I have talked to him myself. I set that zip up on the shelf. I have talked to him myself. That's the kind of house I live in. There's a ink up in the sink. And that zip up in the lamp. And they're nice, I really think. Uh, mama. Some of them are 
are friendly like that yada in the pot, but that yada in the bottle. Some are friendly, some are not. Mama. Like that Zabo on the table when that gear under the chair, but that Bofo on the sofa where yeah, I yeah, wish he yeah, wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And those numbers in the cupboards, yeah, they're fun to have about. But that new brush on my tooper, see him, I could do without. And that one I'm really scared of is the bug under the rug. Said so the one I'm really scared of is the bug under the, the rug. Damn. And that chimney in the chimney, I don't like him at all. And it makes me kind of nervous when the Zossos down the hall. Mama. And the up on the steps, they are great to have around. They are many, many other, other friends that have found. That's the teller and the miller. What? And the yeller and the deller. And yeah. the beller and the weller and the zeller and the cellar. Huh. And that billy on the ceiling and that sour in my shower. shower. And that pillow on my zillow. I can talk to him for hours. I don't care if you believe it. That's the kind of house I live in. The and I hope I never leave it. You can't come. You're forbidden. Come back. I don't care if you believe it. That's the kind of house I live in. Yeah. And I hope I never leave it. You yeah. can't come. Yeah. You're forbidden. Walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. Walk it in my pocket. Walk it in my pocket. There's a walk it in my pocket. Suits. That was amazing. Oh. I love being black so much. Like the suits was crunk. I can never, you can never trade being black, dog. Like, I wish I learned Dr. Seuss like that. I'd have memorized the shit then. That's how they got us. I just keep choosing black, keep coming back. Black people so innovative. Doctor, who knew Dr. Seuss had bars like that, though? Right? I didn't know it rhymed like that. Like, they even had the end rhymes a couple times. I'm like, word? Is he, are we doing this, Seuss? Right, that's all. Fuck it in my pocket. Yeah. Seuss! Ooh, mama! That's so they, they, they gonna make around that's gonna be storming up the charts i know uh all right guys let's get to uh our games i didn't mean i didn't do that one so early okay. let's do this one sorry just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us now fuck up with me now um fuck blacks college under fire for refusal to discipline girls racist post uh michigan college is under fire for refusing to take action against a female student whose social media accounts are reportedly littered with racist taunts are you trying to tell me a young white woman would ever be so foul as to say racist things on social media Hmm. tell us how you really feel i don't know if i can believe that karen i don't know me either i mean she might be innocent karen she could have been framed this could be all an inside job her account could have been hacked mm-hmm do you think she did it mm-hmm oh wow okay all right well, I, I guess think she allegedly did it mm. wonder what 50 cent thinks I don't know, but she is of the fifty-three <laughs> percent. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. I think that's what he thinks. Michigan State University students condemned the school's officials for what they believe has been an inadequate response to posts uh, by sophomore Jillian Kirk, 
who includes one reportedly saying which includes one reportedly saying god bless america fuck the blacks another tweet kirk allegedly uses the n-word and once wrote fuck niggers i'm so over it her twitter account has since been deleted wonder why the whole account her whole account school officials issued a statement wednesday to the news site saying they don't condone racial harassment or bullying but they do not get to control what every member of that community says kirk's post first start first started circulating on social media when freshman mayana folks shared several tasteless screenshots tuesday from kirk's accounts let's play a game it's called how many retweets does this girl need before msu kicks her out in the screen grabs kirk appeared to claim she used to bully retards and called a man the n-word kirk responds to the backlash thursday saying she apologizes for the inappropriate social media posts i made folks said she shared kirk's post because if she was frustrated there weren't any consequences that the two complaints were filed against her i just don't believe people like her should be allowed the privilege of becoming successful and be in a position of power also msu is legally allowed to kick her out but they chose not to yeah well let me tell you something folks welcome to suspension your ass is getting off campus okay you up here noticing racism and you know that's the only thing we as black people are not supposed to be able to do and your ass is gone okay i don't know what made you think you could make this happen honestly well you out here just outing white women as racist and thinking you supposed to be allowed to be on the campus of michigan state pack your shit buddy uh she uh, said kirk's posts are not her first offense and that she will continue to pressure administrators to consider disciplinary action against kirk well now she's a poor white victim and your harassment your targeted harassment of her ain't doing nothing but bringing her down and i'm not gonna stand for it and i know karen's not either that's right karen i did not agree to this uh she's she should be required to do some sort of diversity training to attend this university the post says uh i mean she she uh told the post actions like this without consequence are unacceptable because people begin to realize nothing will happen to them nothing won't and she's still gonna go off and be successful she a white woman right msu don't care they just talk a good game not even really a good game but they just talking zero to 100 karen 100 okay karen goes 100 i'm gonna go with 100 as well i will match her 100 thank you uh south carolina school board member busted for telling black woman to go back to africa oh they love that trope y'all need to get a little bit more creative well i think they're trying to get more specific if we just fill out this damn census where in africa you know right africa ain't a country right go back to north sudan oh thank you uh that is where i'm from i didn't know you knew well i care okay i look up the dna history of everyone i tell to go back to africa Citing poor health, a South Carolina school board member abruptly resigned his position over the weekend after he was busted for making racist comments on Facebook. Yeah, you got poor health now. Mm-hmm. You didn't have poor health before you made that comment, right? You ever say something so racist you just start coughing? Y'all ever, that ever happened to y'all? <coughs> that racist cough? Right. Why don't you go back to Africa, you poor... <coughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to resign. I'm going to have... Oh, boy. This is a big one, Okay then telling the black woman and complain that she should go back to africa uh according to wis tv lexington one school district board member grady Harmon responded to a post on a facebook page called the newly press stating why is it okay for every race to be proud of their heritage except for white people wonder why when white people are proud of their race everybody else dies i mean 
i just say look up the old, some white pride organizations and you tell me what your problem is other people die oppression happens mm-hmm. happens through our history internment camps that's what happens all i'm saying karen look Slavery. up mm, you know. look up all the organizations i mean because they exist right yeah they These do. Are, look up all the organizations dedicated to white pride tell me what they're about racism i'm not asking you this is a rhetorical oh, question my bad. i know you know but i'm not even talking racism i'm talking further than that like black pride is like hey you're beautiful hey the world tries to tell you you're ugly but you're not ugly hey the world tries to say that you know your melanin makes the more melanin you have the less attractive you are uh the world calls you stupid they say you're not able to be educated they say you shouldn't be they call you lazy unemployable well have pride in your blackness that's not true that's what black pride is you know what i mean it's combating stereotypes things of this nature right white pride is we should have our own country where no brown people are allowed to live one of these things is not like the other you know like you can't can't you can't use that example on everything like it's do you we have perfect organizations you can go look up and be like this is what white pride means so this is why we can't we not a quote unquote allowed to be pride prideful you know what about german pride are we like advocating for german pride you not woke wakanda everybody had guns right that's the only thing well wakanda we had black pride with wakanda everybody had guns but y'all not woke so y'all don't understand but other than that um but yeah according to the report other commenters argue with Harmon, who has since deleted his comments but not before screenshots of his response were shared on social media screenshots are forever mm-hmm. <laughs> yes they are <laughs> screenshots are forever get <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, that <laughs> I was no one ever done that before. Am I the first person to do that? To do, to do diamonds off forever, screenshots off forever? Come on. I feel like that should have already, someone should make a parody video with a song and everything. I feel like. Oh, there'll be flames. Screenshots off forever is a jam already and it hasn't even making, been. right? Hasn't even been invented yet, but I, I mean, I feel like we, we already, uh. Come on, uh, with that, with that beat, it'll be flames. Right. I feel like we're already there, so let's just. So, uh go ahead and mock that up guys uh <laughs> oh i cracked me up guys i'm here for it even if y'all don't get it um but yeah <laughs> uh sit uh but yeah he, he he got sick after this i had to quit his job because you know he said some things in the screenshots uh told the truth you know, if it wouldn't have been no screenshots, he could have just deleted them, them, them posts, social media posts. Guess what he would have done? Not been sick and came to work on Monday. Come on. Right? I mean, I can't be the only one thinking that if, if the motherfucking evidence wouldn't have still been on Twitter and shit, his, his white ass would have been showing up to work like, what tweets? I, why I would never say something. Go back to Africa. Who do you think I am? Right. Who I would never. I am? i have black family members right some of my best slaves are black okay some of my, oh man some of my favorite dead civil rights figures are black and i take exception 
to you implying anything else come on and then that black woman pulled out screenshots are forever come on they won't leave in the night have no fear that they might desert me come on screenshots are forever hey screenshots are forever i'm here for that oh man Mm-mm-mm. but yeah good luck to him in his uh new endeavors because i'm sure he'll land on his feet because he's a white man so I'm sure uh it's all according going according to plan. He'll he'll be managing a, a business of that involves uh managing people that are brown and black at some point. Yes. Uh but yeah, he said it was personal reasons which include that of his health and the health of his immediate family members why he had to leave. Damn, everybody's sick cause he racist? yeah everybody is sick because they gotta answer the questions too. That racism made my wife come down with cancer. We gotta Woo! go. I gotta go it's the racism sickness going around y'all right. better cover it up y'all y'all gonna get that racism flu but honey i'm feeling fine i didn't say anything racist bitch you sick i mean <laughs> i guess we're both sick it's like yes. we both got it. it's we, going around you can't go to work yeah just say that you know that you know what else that means because i i will also bet money he tried to ride it out and the school boy was like nah dog right it's a no well i can't i don't want to get fired i can't have that on my record i mean you can resign but you definitely can't bring your racist ass back up in here because we don't want to deal with the backlash hulk hogan says oh wait a hundred for me uh, yes hulk hogan says he owes all wrestlers an apology not just the black ones all apologies matter y'all listen i might have said black people are niggers but i want to apologize first and foremost to the white people that I had to hear me say that okay the precious white little snowflake ears i'm so sorry to disappoint y'all uh yep hulk hogan says all wrestlers he owes an apology for his past use of the n-word said it shouldn't just be black guys he has to say sorry to he yeah he was at lax and wanted to get his thoughts on the wwe hall of fame and then they got asked about that and uh he's supposed if before he can be reinstated mark henry said who's also a wrestler said uh hogan need to apologize to the black performers and hogan was like i agreed i need to apologize but i need to do it across the board Mm -mm. i totally agree with him not to the black wrestlers to all the wrestlers that what i said was way out of line i'm forever sorry for that he didn't offend the white wrestlers so what the fuck are we talking about yeah also it's funny right a black person is telling you how they feel about a thing and what your act what actions you need to take to address it and you go i'll take it from here buddy i think i know how to do an apology right because we're never heard like we can actually tell you how to fix the issue you be like mm, i know better fuck it yep i just thought it was funny but yeah oh, that, uh, that always happens and then wonder why they still mad yes motherfucker because we told you and you didn't listen zero to a hundred can a hundred fuck him all right a hundred as well brooklyn museum welcomes uh two new curators for african art that's good news right it is we always use better more curators these are these these are the people that actually walk around and do the exhibits and tell you what it's about right yeah the curators uh i think they like also decide what goes in the film um, in the museum okay um things of that nature okay Um, so they're kind uh, of the experts right i'm assuming that's what they are mm-hmm. okay. yeah 
uh christian windmiller luna will um will rethink the brooklyn museum's extensive african art collection and organize new temporary installations and drew sawyer will oversee the photography collection and reimagine its role within the museum see good news so finally some good news on uh fucking with black people right why are you shaking your head like that karen what is wrong because it ain't here for nothing what's up on your birthday you will act this way it ain't the, the segment don't change you because of my birthday i mean are you not in the chat you're not in the chat you just holding it on facebook just chilling doing your thing playing games okay we have a serious podcast to run over here birthday or not so let's get back in the chat um yeah so yeah the brooklyn museum just announced the appointment of two new curators Kristen Winmiller Lunner, a curator and historian of African arts and architecture, has been appointed to the SEALs Family cons- Consultation uh, Consulting Curator, African Art, and Drew Sawyer has been appointed to Philip Leonian and Edith Rosenbaum, Leonian Curator of Photography. And they thought this was gonna, so good news. They thought this was going to go over well. Well, why wouldn't it go over well, Ken? What forever could you be referring to? These folks is white. <gasps> what? now see i've been looking at this article the whole time i didn't even notice that because i don't see race Whatever. okay like i don't see race so much i don't even know what the fast and furious movies are about they gonna, okay they're gonna fuck around and get some vibranium and gonna get it stolen i don't understand talladega nights i watched the whole movie i said what is this it's there were certain scenes that are just missing from my memory because i don't see race okay that yes karen this it happens for some of us it's not hung up on making everything about race okay who who are you where's my husband i'm just saying you know you need to pick up some of that lotion beside you i'm good no i don't need no lotion i'm not ashy i'm saying i'm above all this i don't see race you ain't above like ash. some of you people so i could not have possibly known these people were white you uh, looking at the pictures what did we talk about i just see two faces of human beings guys okay that are white and human beings should be allowed to do all things human and i think you we can what? all agree there technically yes that's correct Techni- exactly technically mm-hmm. yes but the reality of that is not true mm. well when i like a lot of you guys your favorite uh athlete for the olympics is jackie joiner kersey i i never saw her because i don't see race i don't even know what she's famous for um <clears throat> so um who is you the <laughs> so yeah they appointed two white people and i think people are upset by it because you know yes. uh you know everybody's feeling they killed monger on when he said how y'all ancestors get these artifacts you think they paid for them um but uh i'm gonna tell you something i think it's also uh it it, it makes me curious if it's an endemic problem i you know what if like from the ground up of people being trained to be curators who gets into who gets it let in what social circles you have to be in mm-hmm. i wonder how big of a problem it is and if it's also dealing with that i can guarantee you it is and i bet you it's probably something that goes through the curators across the country and a very very probably little to none are brown mm-hmm. you know and and you have african-american art probably with no african-american people actually making the decisions and their choices well i mean as long as we have a diversity of opinion i feel like that is true diversity right that's not a diversity of opinion karen i'm looking at this picture okay she's a brunette he's a blonde that's diversity okay so i think you know before we start saying stuff like it's not diverse 
when you have two white people with different color eyes and different oh it won't let me go live what the fuck try to smoothly go to the next section and i got the error that i can't go live Oh, you want to start the third session, <clears throat> Dan? Let me try refreshing real quick, and we'll start that. Oh my God, why does it do this, Karen? I have no idea. Like, have you contacted them about this? No, I have not. Please do. I will because it's an ongoing issue. Yep, yep. You're absolutely right. <sighs> and we ain't on the freebie. We pay, so motherfucker needs to work. Right. Yep. I'll send them an email. I'm not doing anything different than what I normally do, so I don't know. I was thinking maybe it's because the start time isn't the right time. I don't know. Try this one more time. Okay. It just said I was live. Nope. All right. Let me try a new session real quick, Karen. Give me one All second. Right. And then I copy it over. Yeah. Uh, good grief. Mm-mm-mm. The white man. That's how they do you. Um. <clears throat> All right. But yeah, I, I mean, obviously it's, it's, uh, it obviously is not look good to the eye that some white people is in charge of curating the african art i mean no. that's pretty pretty uh you know obvious to say but um also like i said i just wonder how big that problem goes because normally by like that might really be i wonder what the pickings are like are there slim pickings are they are they not i don't know oh my god it won't let me go live with the next session either what is happening here what is what is going on i have no idea yeah this is a problem oh all right let me pause this real quick hold on all right so crowdcast just quit on us we cannot do the live chat right now won't Mm -hmm. let us go live nope i have to email them about technical difficulties we'll figure it out i'm highly pissed and i'm sorry for all the people live that didn't get to finish the show out we're just gonna go ahead and do sore ratchetness and end the episode and i'm gonna email them to see if i can get somebody to work on this Taiwan samurai sword attacker has been jailed for seven years a man who used a stolen samurai sword to attack a guard outside taiwanese president Tsai ing wen's office last year carrying notes threatening to behead her was sentenced on thursday to seven years in prison for attempted murder oh yeah that actually seems like a short period of time it does carrying the flag of china lu chen lu chun yi slashed the military police guard who was trying to prevent him from entering the complex in the neck hand and face area and then he got arrested lou is in detention since august 18th attack he has said he wanted to fly the chinese flag in the presidential office and he was carrying a handwritten note threatening to be head side in the notes prosecutor said lou also expressed the hope that beijing will make taiwan a part of china again beijing still sees self-ruled taiwan as part of its territory awaiting reunification even though they split in 1949 after a civil war the island relations with china have deteriorated since Tsai took power in 2016 and she has refused to agree to beijing's stance that taiwan is part of one china the defendant was aware that slashing another person in the neck was with a samurai sword could cause death but intentionally did it and inflicted physical and emotional injuries the taipei district court said in a verdict uh prosecutor said lou tried to portray, portray, portray himself as a martyr and showed no remorse for the attack 
oh. responding to the attempted murder charge however lou denied that he tried to kill the guard lou 51 was also convicted of five lesser charges including theft as he stole the samurai sword from a military history museum by smashing the display case with a hammer he can appeal the ruling the sword is carved with the phrase nanjing battle this sword killed 107 people oh and is believed to have been used by samurai soldiers during the nanjing massacre in 1937 the presidential office complex and its surroundings in the center of the capital of taipei uh have been the target of attacks before in 2014 a driver tried to smash his vehicle into the front door of the nearby presidential residence several months after a man rammed a huge truck through a bulletproof screen and into the main gate of the presidential office well damn yeah they trying all men too but they trying to get this woman huh right all right guys that's it for today sorry about the technical difficulties hopefully it'll be fixed by tomorrow yes when we should have andy and randolph of the three guys on podcast tomorrow so yeah see you guys at seven according if all things go right until then i love you i love you too